Hey folks, welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. This is Mike Siegel. Thank you all for listening. www.traveltalespodcast.com is our website. Go there, check it out. You can see a little bio of our guests and a photo. And you can click on the iTunes link where you can subscribe for free. Isn't that a great price? Free. Cost you nothing. And you can get a new episode every week for the low, low price again of free. And while you're there, heck, why not give us a nice rating on iTunes? That boosts our presence and helps people find the show and builds the audience. So give us a nice rating, maybe say a few nice things, and that would help me a bunch. And that's the only thing I've ever really asked you for. My guest today is Laura House, where we get spiritual, we talk meditation, and we talk India. Enjoy. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am speaking with Laura House, writer, uh, comedian, and uh, I guess, would you, would you say spiritual uh, oh, here, advisor? Get I don't back know. In, what yes, you... spiritual guru is fine. Guru. Oh, you're uh, going with full-on no, guru. I, well, guru means teacher, but yes, I'm a meditation teacher. Okay. Uh, so I guess we could say spiritual. So just for the... <laughs> I mean, let's just say it. Let's just. Do say you it. hate it when people say spiritual. Isn't that kind of a cop out? <laughs> no, you know, I, it's like I'm not religious, I've, but I'm spiritual. I find it. Uh, it addresses a lot of concerns about religion. I think you'd be like, I like the heart of what you're talking about, but, but the ha- details creep me <laughs> out. Yeah. And the corporation that you're a part of. <laughs> I like probably. the idea of God. Everything else you do is gross. Mm-hmm. Well, who was it said? Take, I take hate- that religion. I hate. Uh, I like God, but I hate his uh, employees, his fo- or, or followers, his, or whatever. His follower, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. What? Um, oh, so just so people know, what were some of the shows that they would know that you've oh, written on? Oh boy, well, you would have heard of the George Lopez show. I am aware of the man. Um, <laughs> I understand the talk he's show. Mexican. He is not a that he Latino mentions man. It. <laughs> no, he's America's Mexican. Oh, is he's he? not just any Mexican. Not that there's anything <laughs> he's wrong all with our the Mexican. rest of you know. He's America's Mexican. Okay, I wasn't that the title of one of his. Things? Yes. Yeah. Um and. Uh, Samantha Who with Christina Applegate, and mm-hmm. then uh, some shows that didn't air. Oh, Mad Love on CBS did air, but you didn't watch it. And, um, no, and some pilots. On, let's not jump to conclusions. No, didn't, you didn't watch it. Did you watch it? No, oh. I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, Blue Collar TV. Okay. Uh, and then a million years ago, I was on a show called Austin Stories. Oh, right, MTV. right. MTV. Yeah. Okay. And that's, yeah. are you from Austin? Is that originally? I'm from Dallas. I went to college in Austin. Ah, UT. And then, yes, UT. Sure. Then started doing stand-up there, and then one thing led to another huge success. How what? cool is Austin? <laughs> I skipped a lot of sad nights just right. now. <laughs> I skipped many months of, why? What am I even doing? <laughs> Does this even, who do I think I am? I just go, I went to college, and it's all worked out. <laughs> I worked in Austin a couple times, mm-hmm. and I thought it was just like, I loved uh, Austin, the rest of Texas, different, right? Yeah, I yeah. would say Austin's different, right? Um, Austin, they think Austin, the rest he, of Texas thinks Austin is just a big hippie com- commune. 
As it is, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. certainly compared to Texas. I also I lived in San Francisco for a year. Oh, you went full on. Yes, I went. I went right into it. I said, <laughs> I don't care what you think, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm real conservative. I family. hate the rodeo. <laughs> Guess what? I don't care about your chili cookoffs. <laughs> I want to read books. I'm leaving you and your big belt buckle. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah, pretty much. Take your green jeans and your cowboy hat, <laughs> and it's play. What? Um, But people would compare Austin to – they would say like, oh, it's like the San Francisco of Texas or it's a little taste of San Francisco and Texas and – I don't know. In it's a, it's in Madison. A, you ever this, been to Madison, Wisconsin? Oh, really? Oh, it's is that exactly, a good place? Yeah, when I went, because they're they're both college towns, but they're also both the capital. Oh, so it's not just a college town. That makes sense. And it's got diversity, and it's in this little pot, but it's yeah. a small town And some still. people kind of never leave, because some people yeah, are kind yeah, of perpetually yeah. 20, I think. Exactly. Because yeah. that's where the onion started, was in Madison. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, eventually, they all turned 30. And when you're 30 in a college town, you feel 50. Absolutely. So they had to like, it's time for us to go. (laughs) Let's call ourselves something and move somewhere else. (laughs) We're going to New York. Really funny. So you did the four years. It's a nice place. Yeah. And then um, started, uh, I wanted to quit and just, uh, or not quit. I, when I got my degree, I wanted to move to New York to make it. That was my plan. Make it. (laughs) And my mom. Because if you can make it there. Anywhere. Anywhere, uh, anywhere. That's what I hear. Anywhere. Anywhere. You're like, Bangkok, I can make <laughs> I it. I can make it there anywhere. because I made it in the New York. The words were anywhere <laughs> I can make it. I don't care. I don't speak your language. I don't care. I'm making it. Um, yeah, my mom was very reasonable and was like, no. <laughs> she was like, that's a terrible plan. And she taught a long time and she didn't ever seem to like it, but she said, get a teaching certificate. So after college, I, uh, I taught seventh grade and I took a nap and then <laughs> yeah. I that, did stand up at night. Oh, that strikes me as seventh grade. And became grade. very successful at the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's my new favorite bio. What? <laughs> I did some open mics and then I became the end. Very, very successful. Very successful. See, now seventh grade just seemed, I had a grandmother who taught seventh uh-huh. grade for like 30 years or whatever. And that just seems like the most obnoxious, worst age of a child that you could even. It is. Why did you pick that? That's one? why I liked it. I don't know. I um, did that appeal to your wise ass side that they're like they're all wise I, asses. I think so, and it also um, I felt very forgiving of them <laughs> because they're just like hormonally cha- they're just a oh, it's mess. A horrible life. They're a, a horrible mess. stage of and life. So to me, like they're gonna misbehave, and you know that going in. Whereas, like if you teach sophomores in high school. They're going to misbehave, and they know better. They're doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seventh grade, they're just they're out of their minds. They're trying to figure mi- it all yeah, out. Yeah, they're out of their minds. And I think I maybe uh, ar- had some arrested development around that age. Mm-hmm. So I just got it. I just understand. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the re- I mean, the kids would be like, no running in the hall, but there's nobody in the hall right now. I'd be like, you got a real point there, Jason. <laughs> I mean, I hear you. So <laughs> I sort of I empathized with them, I think. Yeah. So then, so was it? <laughs> Austin, San Francisco. It was Austin. LA? No, it was Austin to LA because we were on this show and we became very successful. I don't know if I mentioned. Yes. That. No, but we <laughs> so they literally found you in Austin for Austin stories. They did. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, well, MTV sort of came to town and did a showcase, and a bunch of people were on it, and they liked a handful of us. And then I'm sure they liked everyone, but a handful of us like went on to do a show. And then um, what are you going to do? Stay in Austin? What? <laughs> I honestly didn't. You are if you're Willie Nelson. I kind of didn't feel welcome there anymore. It was more like, didn't you? Like, people would look at me like, what are you going to do now? I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go. Like, yeah. People, it just, 
there's a point where there people were like, it's just weird that you're here. So um, I moved along. And then uh, I was in L.A. for a little bit and then got a writing job um, in San Francisco. So it was actually – it was my – my during my L.A. time was my San Francisco year. So let's cut to the, the spiritual part of this and <laughs> India. The and guru. then I was in India. And then I was a guru. Yeah. And then, then I climbed a mountain. <laughs> People started asking me questions. I was like, this just suits me. It suits me. Did you get into this in San Francisco? Right. Was this med- meditation you, your thing? First of all, that's a weird kind of racism. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird hippie racism. You see, so you must have. While you were in your drum circle gotten, up there, listen, you must have gotten so weird. You're on the hate, and um, <laughs> in San Francisco, yeah, you're getting all groovy like the kids do. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, what I got into in San Francisco was uh, dumplings everywhere. They're oh, so great good. Oh my oh, god, it's so yeah. good. Um, anywhere you go, so. So, um, no, I, what happened for me was I had some early, well, to be honest, I had some early success and then I didn't really know how to make that lingering success or I'm I'm with you. I've been there. (laughs) You you understand? So I was, and you have no tools and no one explains it to you. And that I was resentful about that for a long time. And then I was like, nobody knows what to say to you because it's different for everybody. Right. It's not like you can pull somebody aside. I always kind of wanted someone to just pull me aside and tell me what to do. And if I were to tell someone, I would go, well, when you go to L.A., get a job that pays your rent and lets you do other stuff. In yeah. the meantime, like, don't make it hard on yourself. But I was just like sitting there. Again, my plan to make it. I was going to make it. Yeah. Oh. It's easy. And it's if you a, can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You, except New York. Except the, New York. There's a whole – there's a <laughs> big weird hierarchical system of making it. But there's also that like backlash I think from – there's the bitter people uh-huh. that resent you that, hey, she's only been doing it for whatever. Right. Why should she have the success? Right. And then that kind of eats away – at least with – I'm saying right, but who said that exactly? <laughs> I'm saying right, but you're hurting my feelings. In, no, but uh, I in, mean – in, so you're back f- in time. Right. So it's <laughs> <laughs> So not only are you figuring your this business out, but you there's that peop those people won't even let you enjoy what little su- success you get. You know? Yeah. And And it's not till you get older when you think like why didn't I enjoy it more? That was like a good thing. I love you so much right now. Yes, because I – and it's also stuff people don't talk about. Like – but yeah, I looked back at that and uh I I was terrified. Like I didn't, you don't know you're terrified. Right. You just seem like everyone around you is annoying. Like that's what that's yeah, what yeah, deep yeah. fear appears as is like these people are jerks, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like you never just go. I you, like it never comes up in an honest, vulnerable way. Like I guess I'm just scared. Right, right. <laughs> it's just like oh, I hate that guy. Or like what? Like anger it comes up weird. And so or like I'm hungry. If, you know, it really depends. <laughs> well, I need on some who, dumplings. God, what is my pain? Is this beer free? I mean, it just comes <laughs> up right. in different ways for different people and uh so basically like i had some success and then it was sort of up and down and i hit like a a rough spot um and i guess the weird thing i guess that's when i started sort of like going i gotta something's gotta get i gotta get happy like (laughs) essentially and i i got some clarity i guess i'm making this sound weird uh in the early 2000s i was doing pretty I was doing okay. It was a bit of a mess personally, but I was getting some work. Okay. And then I post nine eleven, we're saying yes. And <laughs> okay. then I then I got because the world changed. It then, changed you know. around then, so maybe I'll just blame that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me at all. The world exploded literally. So did you um, find that, like the better you were doing professionally, the worse you were feeling 
spiritually or mentally or whatever? Well, I guess what happened was I kept thinking, well, if I just land something career-wise, then I'll be happy. And so I got this clarity. Well, that's a death spiral in this town. It's a death spiral. It's the worst. (laughs) And it's also something you cannot explain to anyone because they'll go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. But inside they're going, not me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I make it, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm not you. I'm going to be level, man. (laughs) I'm not you. You're you're like (laughs) – I remember people talking like that when I was young and I would just – like the window was down. Like I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a jerk. You know, <laughs> yeah, just right. like I'm not gonna blow it like you did. So what happened for me was it was actually when I got hired on first it was blue collar TV. Um I was like, oh if I just cause I had I had managed to be like I was teaching part time at a Orthodox yeshiva. Oh, <laughs> and I was no. okay, in a, now wait a minute. <laughs> in a marriage I'm no longer in. Like oh. I was so off track from like the awesome Lara that you know. What? No, yeah. no. <laughs> but from like I'm gonna be a stand up and I'm doing this and I'm writing jokes and I like I was so off track. Uh wait, are was, you even Jewish? No, no. But you're teaching at a, at a yeshiva. Well, I'm not teaching J- Jewish things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was teaching um it was you know Avi Lieberman? Oh, go do uh, I? Avi, he's done this show. Speaking of Jewish, I hung out with him in Israel oh, uh, last year. Very Jewish. Oh, so yeah. Good on topic. And I have no, I you know, I didn't, I am not uh, practicing or nothing like that. So I was not raised Jewish. So oh, he's way Jewish. He's, I mean, he's super Jewish. He's much more Jewish than you. Oh yeah. Um, but he's more less, Jewish than all of us. Less on this than, block, than the place where I worked. Like okay. when I told Avi, because Avi also taught school yes. and did comedy, so we have this strong bond. When I told him where I was working, he laughed in my face. <laughs> House. <laughs> in his way, he goes. Even the Jews think they're crazy. He was like, "You." Oh, this was a serious. Yeah, he oh. goes. You work at the most conservative. Yeshiva outside of Israel. He was like, "Do oh you have God. any idea where you are?" I was, was like, it "Right up the street here I in was La Brea." Like, yes, oh, of course, sure. <laughs> My neighbors. Yeah, he was like, "That is hilarious." Like, even at his school on Pico, where he worked, like kids could wear shorts or whatever, but you couldn't go to this school um, if you. Um, so the boys were separate. Oh, boys are Absolutely, separate across yeah. the street. Separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, from the girls. And the um, you couldn't go there if you went to movies or your mother wore pants. Like oh, that was God. in the handbook. Did you have to cover your um, head and the whole deal? And the... They didn't make me do that, but I did have to wear the long cover sleeves. Cover your elbows. Long, and... Yeah, elbows, yeah. knees. Um, yeah, and, and real thick black shoes for some reason. Orthodox, orthopedic. Hold it all, on, it all I'm went getting together. sweaty here. <laughs> It was pretty Let awesome. me get a drink to cool down <laughs> for the picture you're painting. I, <laughs> Sexy. It was such a weird time, as you might imagine. And, and I you're was, still writing for what, a show? Well, what? no. What I was doing was um, – no, that got me out of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what I was doing was like – I didn't know and as a stand-up. I don't know if you went through this, but like – like you're part performer and part writer. Yes. So like I went to San Francisco to write, but I was like, I guess I'm an actor. What do I, you know, pursuing two things is very hard. And then when you add into it as I did, because <laughs> you just want something to hit. So you're I'm throwing just throwing like, a bunch of crap up against the wall. Spinning and, plates, spinning yeah. career plates. And I was like, well, but I also I should do sketch and improv. And, you know, so I was sort of doing a little bit of all these things. Um, but while I was teaching, I guess I, I had a moment of clarity where I was like, I, I want to write, I want to write for TV, like real clear. It hit me. 
Um, and then also some stuff happened at that school. Like they retroactively docked my pay for some, for something. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Retro- like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like they go, well, we changed the rules. So those sick days you took in November, we're going to actually oh, dock your pay. No. Like it was really like, I mean, seriously, nickel and diamond because it was a part-time <laughs> job. It was so weird. I was like, I don't feel safe here. And then you said, are you actually doing me down? And then <laughs> they, they, they were you're like, going to have to leave this You're house. not supposed to talk like that out loud. <laughs> And by the way, yes. Um, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was no. it was weird, and uh, so I guess we would say I hit a bottom. <laughs> I hit a bottom, yeah. and but I had a moment of clarity of like I'm going to write for TV, and then I ended up getting hired on blue collar TV. But what happened for me there was I was like, oh, this like now I'm going to feel great. Didn't <laughs> so or like I kept thinking I was like, well. Like, when they made the offer, I felt great for a minute, and then I was, like, felt weird again. And then I was like, well, when it starts, like, when I'm there in the office, and I saw my name on the office door, and I was like, uh, why where, <laughs> why am I not feeling whole? And then I was like, well, season two, you know, like, whatever. It'll get better soon. Yeah, exactly. And I did the same thing the next year. I wrote a spec script, and I got hired on the George Lopez show. And it was at that show where they uh, they hired me for 40 weeks, so I didn't have to worry about oh, money. That's- that's a nice thing. For basically for a couple of years. Yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah, was exactly. like, I had this 40 weeks. So sort of, I remember it was and like you're sort thinking, of. thinking, now I feel better. Yeah. I was like, oh, everything's, ha- I'm a real writer. It's a sitcom. It's amazing. And then I was like, I was terrified. Because like at six to eight weeks, I was like, I'm not happy. And this was everything I ever wanted. Yeah. Like, sc- like scary. Like that's a real, uh, it's not something I hear people talk about very much. Cause it's so sort of horrifying, but when, and also maybe and people also don't, they were like, maybe oh, you sound like a baby. Well, yeah, they, they don't have sympathy for people. Oh, you followed your dream and it came true. <laughs> oh, wow. Especially when we're about to talk Wah. about India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you have too much money? But it doesn't, um, if, if you, you know, and you tell people like you, we've met people in this business who were, Ten times more successful than we are, and some of them At are least. just miserable, horrible people. Oh, and just, I can name a few. <laughs> yeah, it rhymes with Blowsy O'Blonnell. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard that, <laughs> but you can't say if if, if people. Uh, you know, if, if you're unhappy before you get famous and rich or whatever, you're going to be just as unhappy it's, in a bigger house. It's That's hard it. to believe. And sometimes even more unhappy and paranoid. I think, I think so because then you don't even have that. I at least had had a goal to focus on. And I kept thinking like, well, like, like a blue collar. It's like you just switch the details. I was like, well, when I write for TV and then I'm on blue collar and it was like, well, this is a sketch show. Maybe, maybe that fulfillment comes from writing a sitcom, which right. first of all is hilarious to think. <laughs> that fulfillment comes from Writing a, 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 a TV writer's room on any level. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I was, uh, when I got in the sitcom, I literally, I was like, well, maybe if I was writing for a female protagonist. I mean, literally, and then I ended up at Samantha. I was like, this is, first of all, clearly I'm a wizard and I make a wish and the new job <laughs> appears. But also I was like, oh my God. So that, it was actually when I was at uh, George Lopez show that I learned meditation. Because I was just, I, I didn't know what to do. And I kept um, trying different ways to be healthy or changing this or changing that. And when people would talk about meditation, obviously, like, it sounds great. Like, it doesn't really have a bad reputation um, on, um, I guess, I think, on, like, a surface level. You well, think, that doesn't oh. freak people out. Like, you know, I joined Scientology and you're like, ooh, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, <laughs> I think, well, what I find with it, it almost, uh, on some level, sometimes people have a little thing of that. I guess almost like religion where it's like, 
it seems like meditation, like uh, the surface, oh, you feel better, you're relaxed, you don't get upset about things. But then when it gets, well, how do you learn? Is that weird? What's a mantra? What, what's going on here? Like then it get then people have like Maharishi. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Are you making me secretly Hindu? Like I think <laughs> stuff comes up for people because it's not usual. It's not that common in our culture, right? This second, I think it will be. Like ten years ago, yoga was weird. Like it was weird, and now it's at twenty-four hour fitness. Yeah, but I mean, the seventies really kind of brought in this whole. The sixties and seventies really brought in a whole new way. Because I remember my mom taking yoga in the, oh, at the YMCA back in the day in the seventies, eighties, oh, early eighties. Where'd you and grow they up? Was just outside of Chicago, and oh. it wasn't that odd of a thing. I think it was more of like a stress management kind of thing. Oh, right, right, right. Basically, these these frazzled working moms could go Aww. and just like breathe for a minute away from their kids for oh, an hour. You know, my mom would have loved thing. that. Yeah. And she didn't stick with it, and she really should have. Oh, you know, yeah. That I think. But, um, yeah, but there was that, you know. And then, of course, the Beatles kind of brought in that kind of thought. And, right. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of famous people that do it, but you don't, they don't all go to India like you did, right? No, but I, um, I learned before I went to India. And the, the Beatles connection is Maharishi Mahesh Yogi yeah. taught the Beatles. And there was a guy there named Tom <laughs> when the Beatles sure. learned. Do you know Tom? <laughs> no. Okay. So there was a guy there named Tom. Although uh, not, his name not as impressive as the Maharishi Maharishi Yogi. Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. Um, taught a guy, Tom. He taught a guy named Tom. Tom taught me. Okay. Uh, and Tom taught me how to meditate, and then he taught me how to be a meditation so teacher. So Tom was there in Rishikesh? He was there in Rishikesh. Okay. And then late, many years later, I was there in Rishikesh. Oh, wow. With Tom. With Tom. Yeah. Okay, so I Tom mean, there was, were others. We weren't just... Okay, yeah. Beach Boys were doing there. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't just traveling and doing it. Just the two it. of you. Yeah. <laughs> just me and, and Tom. It. Just hey, meditating, hanging out in Rishikesh. This, this. <laughs> so you've been doing it. You've been meditating a couple of years here, or a little while before you went to... How in, long before India. you were doing it? Uh, I guess I learned in 06, and then it was... But I started doing it. I did it off and on. Like, I liked it, but then I also like drinking and getting high. Yeah, okay. And it's not that you can't... Which can be its own form of med- meditation. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, you know what also feels good? Mm-hmm. This. This. <laughs> hey, I was, Tom, fire I, one up, my I, man. I had left a, uh, a marriage, and sometimes, I don't know if you've read any book about it, you go a little nuts. No, really? <laughs> after the marriage. Mm, can't it imagine. Turn, turns out I'm no different. So yeah. I had learned to meditate, and then I was also like, you know what? might be fun is this other route and then so it was like a few months after that that I was like I gotta be like I got consistent with meditation and uh uh and you don't have to stop drinking I did you didn't (laughs) I did I did because it it was because I needed to Mm -hmm. um I think everybody gets what I mean I I think it was court ordered actually (laughs) it was strongly suggested by the judge what (laughs) no it was uh yeah um, so I basically... I noticed you didn't say you, didn't, you stopped uh, smoking. Did oh, you? yeah. No, oh, I don't. Oh, you did yeah. everything. All you that. Stopped. Yeah, okay. I don't do the... Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but that's not actually because I needed to. I'm not good at it. Yeah. It was never I, my thing either. <laughs> it was... I am terrible at it. I'm so much less... I'm, was, I'm a little jealous still of the people who... It seems to really work for them. Yeah. Like... Um, I think of people who are openly op- open about it, and I know they don't do it anymore, but like Patton and 
Brian Posehn right, right, or whatever, right. where it's like, God, that seems to really work. I they could be functional I, and actually write and do things and perform beyond functional. Yeah. More like, oh, the, you know, it, it takes them their minds to places they wouldn't otherwise. It go. took me to the fridge. I that's would, where it took me. I would just sit by. A, I would just be a wallflower. Yeah, I would, I, that was not fun for me. I would sit in a corner, watch TV, and I just and then people go, Mike, and, go, huh? and then <laughs> and then I'd fall asleep and eat, and it was just I was just. Not very social. I, yeah, I was like that too. I was like a dumb dog. I was just like I wouldn't know if I said something, so right. I would just like stare at you as if I said, and then I didn't know, and then I'd have to ask, and then people were just—I was the most annoying. So um, that's why I quit that. It okay. was more embarrassing. So getting to okay, the first time you went to India. Okay, and so was that I, your first time out of the country? I meditated for like a year and a half or so, and then a big group was going to India. Okay, and the first time I heard about it, they go like every other year. Um, Tom takes a group of people, like he teaches a course there, and you okay. Can go. And so um, the first time I was like, "Ugh, who wants to do that?" Like it just <laughs> seems so. I had just been, I had just started meditating. I was like, "What a bunch of weirdos!" Like that just seems so crazy. Now, until this in your life. Where had you been outside of the I U.S.? I lived in Norway for a year. You did? Yes. I was a foreign exchange student oh, you in did that? high school. Oh, I always yeah. kind of yeah, like look back. Utwechsling student. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. So I had lived okay. uh, in a place nothing like India. Oh, no. That is, that is a 360. 360? A 180? Yeah, that was yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> That's two 180s. Um. Yeah, I had lived there. And so when I was going to India, I had, frankly, a little bit of attitude about it because mm-hmm. people were like, oh, it's so different. It's this. And I was like, and it is. I've, yeah, I lived in Norway. I think oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think I've I, lived in a place where I've tall tra- blonde people where you can drink the water. I've uh, traveled a little. You know, I get it. Like in my, you know, and they were like, more different. <laughs> it was like, first of all, Norway is nicer than yeah. where we live. And so one of the wealthiest was, countries in the world. Exactly. Really. You know where you go? No, the chocolate tastes a little different. I get it. I get it. And uh, I, boy, I hit And India. we only have about a billion more people here in India. <laughs> it's the population of Arizona yeah, I know. in Norway. I was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was very different. But I prepared myself. But I, what I was trained in, in foreign exchange studenting was, uh, it's not right or wrong, it's just different. Yes. They were, you know, we were very young, and that was an important thing to tell <laughs> very young yes, people. Yeah. And, uh, and that... Especially American kids, they'll go overseas and go, ooh, well, I can't even get my uh, Twinkies over here. That was... <laughs> exactly. Your no, TV sucks. <laughs> you yeah. have three channels, and D. Yeah. Sky. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Not even Norwegian, it's English. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. So I, it's cold. Yeah, it's <laughs> In dark. the American, it's like, it's cold. Mm. Yeah, so I, um, that has served me well to just be like, oh, it's different. And so uh, that kicked up a lot in India. But I went, I was there for, I was there for um, a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, now, your first impression when you get there from what you <laughs> thought it was going to be when you landed. Oh, well, uh Quick answer, horrified. Um, and uh, I'll come back around to save that. But um, uh-huh. Tom loves India. He's like an Indiophile. And so he would tie, oh, it's so beautiful in the sunsets and you're on the, the Ganga. You know, like when right. you really love India, you call it the Ganga. <laughs> you're, you're in the, <laughs> what's the, what's the you're Ganga? In, you're, the Ganges River. Oh, okay. You're in the Himalayas. The yeah, yeah, you give you give it the little the in, Indian flair. You're like okay. the, the Himalayas? Yeah, oh, the Himalayas. <laughs> yeah. You're all these, you know, whatever. But did you land in Delhi? Landed in okay. Delhi, which and couldn't I, be farther from that romantic. Oh part of it. boy, 
boy, I was like, it's like 10 downtowns yes. all squished together. And where did all these mustaches come from? <laughs> I was like, I've never seen so many mustaches and sweater vests in my life. And I was like, what a weird, I didn't know if they like, do you worship Ganesh or Burt Reynolds? What's going on with the mustaches? <laughs> This is and so crowded, and yeah. when we got there, it was um, hot. And uh, oh, we were um, not taken like a Liam Neeson movie, but taken <laughs> for a bit of a bit of money. Like as soon as we got there, oh, and like yeah. they tell you again and again before you go to, you're India. gonna get ripped off. Yeah, they're like, look, people try to get your money this way and that way. What they don't do, I mean, I'm sure they do somewhere, but what they don't do is hit you over the head and take your money, which is good. But they will tell you anything to get, like, they it's more the game. overcharge you and, yeah. Yeah, it's more the game of you handing over your money to them as opposed to them overpowering you, which I guess is kind of fun. <laughs> like, if you just kind of buy into, like, well, that's the game, just go, eh, you know, like, you don't have to give it to them. You should have brought your boys from the yeshiva over there. <laughs> Let's just send him ahead. Talk to my man. uh, (laughs) Talk to Shimon here. (laughs) He'll be happy to negotiate with you. (laughs) He'll work it out with you. And then I just run away with my suitcase. But we came out of the airport and our guy, uh, Punkage. Our guy, Punkage. Punkage. Like Package, but there's an N in there. I like it. And uh, he's great. And uh, Should be a band name, actually. Punkage. Oh, and it's somewhat punk sounding. Yeah, 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 I like it. Punkage. Um, an Indian punk band <laughs> punk-age. would be good. Punkage. Um, yeah, he's great. And if you're going to India, I can hook you up with him. He's great. Like he's like a travel guide in India. And so uh, he met us, and he was like, "Follow me to the car." And we're like, "We follow him." There's three of us, and uh, and then some guys come along, like, "Oh, we'll get your bags." Like they've in every way seemed to be with Punkage. Oh yeah, in yeah. every way. And we're like, "All right." And so they carried our bags. You know, they're like. The 30 feet <laughs> to the car yeah. and then they're like the palm out and we're like oh okay and gave them some kind of money and then they look at us like we are the worst people <laughs> in the world and we're like oh alright so we give them I don't know like we had English money left over from the oh, layover oh, really? so, so I don't know if we gave them two or three pounds or yeah, something which like is that. like a lot of money <laughs> just like we bought them a house yeah and then they were like then they like ran off and we're like oh we weren't sure how much to tip your friends and I swear punk it, I mean, like in a bad movie what friends and I we were like no the guys who carried our luggages I'm the only one who came to get you and we're like wah wah, wah American wah, started already <laughs> it's happening and we get on the road and we're in like rickety little car which a lot of them are yeah rickety little cars and the the greatest thing to me my friends were freaking out which was great we were there were three meditators um, I love to see meditators freak out because it happens less and less the more you meditate. Yeah. But me and the guy were fine, and then this other girl was like, she was like losing her mind. But we're going down sort of the highway, and we take like an off road, and apparently it was congested up ahead. So we just start backing up, like backing up, on off, the like if you were on the, an off ramp. <laughs> It, on the 101, and you were like, ah, you know what? It's a little blocked up at Coenga. And you just, started, you just started backing up. Then everybody started going in reverse. I was like, this is just like a normal thing here. And they were like, ah, how? But to me, I was like, this, I'm sure this isn't the first time. Like, this is how they do it here. There's which no rules. Kind of made sense because it was, clearly it, was blocked up that way. And the cities there, it was just, it's really just sensory overload. You know, there's it's not only, overload, I try to describe it to it. people. It's um, you get in the middle of the road, and oh it's God. it's it's not just other cars zipping around, and it's, there's trucks, there's uh, 
carts with like camels. There's, there's, a, there's a cow sitting in the street. Ox, ox-drawn there's carts. dogs running across. There's Feral children, dogs. like pedestrians, there's guys fire, on bicycles. Fire, fires on the sidewalks. Pedicabs. Like, yeah, <laughs> fires. On, it was just, it is chaos. Bicycle scooters with six people on Yes, them. it's chaos. Yeah. And everybody, they don't stop it, at any kind of intersection. They just, <laughs> they just honk their horn and go through. Constantly honking. They honk when I they pass. forgotten about that. Because you're supposed to honk when you pass as well, mm-hmm. like even on the highway, uh-huh. just to let people know that you're passing. And I it's never just, even and the understood sound there was any just, rule like that. Oh. Yeah, constant and, honking. And that was one place, because one of my favorite things to do is like throw my stuff in the, in the hotel. Now, where I did get you go? It. You went into Delhi. I started in Delhi. Uh-huh. And I was on a two-week tour. Oh. With like twelve other people. Okay. And uh, we started in Delhi. Went to. Uh, Did you go to Agra and yeah. Jaipur? The, Agra, gold, the golden Jaipur triangle and, sounds dirty. It's not. Yeah, Udaipur. Okay. Um, Ahmedabad, where um, uh, Gandhi's shrine or okay. ashram was. Nice. And then we went down to Mumba- nice. Mumbai. I'll nice. say nice. Nice. Oh, Gandhi. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nice man. You know, some of his ashes are, are here in Malibu, too. Seems like I mean, an impressive kind whatever. of guy. Whatever. Nah, I've heard of him. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and then went to Mumbai, and then I spent a week with a friend down in uh, Goa. Oh, Goa's supposed is, to be very nice. Goa's nice, but it's, it's not like, it's like India light. It's like the uh-huh. Portuguese ran it for 500 years, and it's, it's the only place where there's like Catholic churches in oh. India and, and stuff, and so the rules are kind of a little more lax there. It's, I see. It's a little more party beach town. And then you, that's what I've Loaded with about. Russians and uh, <laughs> Israelis and drunken Brits. Which is who you want to party with. Yeah, oh yeah. What? And then yeah. you relax, drink the water. Ah! <laughs> Bad news. But I mean, there's the, you can get good seafood and stuff down there, which is oh. a different kind of thing. But Interesting. Um, yeah, but one of my favorite things to do when I go to a, a new city is just kind of like, Throw my stuff in the hotel room mm-hmm. and just kind of like walk the streets, just kind of get the feel of it. <laughs> yeah. And in and I've been a lot of places. And when I got there to <laughs> Delhi, I I went like ten blocks, and I just it was too much. I had to like turn around and go. It's Fuck wild. this! It was, I was done. I had to, I'm, I'm going back to the hotel. Yeah, it's um. And just to decompress, and you get in the room like, oh. What was that? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God. on the other side of the door. <laughs> and people, and then you know, and as as a you know big white guy going down this, you're, everybody's coming up to me oh, yeah. and, and beggars and you're a bazillion this and oh you know people with like one leg and and leprosy, leprosy, leprosy. Um, I mean, this is like biblical stuff. A level of, um, and I certainly don't mean this to come out like complaint. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. No, it's still I mean, the it, worst poverty I've ever seen in the world, and I've I've been to like. Cambodia and uh-huh. like slums and South Africa and I've seen some pretty nasty places uh-huh. and it was um, some of the worst conditions I've still the yeah, worst. It, it's staggering and heartbreaking and the level of um, when we were outside I did I think like of the tour you did I sort of did the first three or four days of it um, and then we went to Rishikesh. Yeah. So it was um, we did Delhi. It was like you're in Delhi and New Delhi. And then Agra to see Taj Mahal, and then Jaipur to see some big pink castle. But right. also, I love Jaipur. I thought I was like, "Oh, this is the Austin of yeah, India. Yeah. like music <laughs> everywhere," and it was relaxed. Like we went to eat in a place, and uh, there was a snake charmer in the parking lot. I was like, "This is awesome!" Like <laughs> I, that was really. Then we were back to Delhi. Then we went to Rishikesh for um, like a week and a half for the the sort of the course I was taking. Um, now the about, Maharishi is not the still alive, is he? Upanishad. No, no. He, but he only he passed away only a few years ago. Okay, yeah, I thought he lasted a much longer nor, than I thought he. Would. Nor was he in India when he passed. He was in. Um, he Cleveland. lived in Holland. Oddly, <laughs> Oddly Cleveland. <laughs> he ran an apartment 
complex. He was doing a week at hilarities and uh, killing. He, he was known as the giggling guru. Everybody knows, <laughs> and he just started touring with it. Um, he was like, "The Beatles meditating. What's up <laughs> what? with that?" Um, so he was was he up in Amsterdam? Was he living up there? I it was my understanding. I don't know the details of it, but um, yeah, he had a house somewhere outside of Amsterdam okay. or something. So where is Rishikesh as a in the country? Um, so Delhi's sort of in the middle. So I guess west is Mumbai. So it's east. It's at the. It's on um, the Ganges River foothills of the Himalayas. Okay. It's north of, um, I believe, north of Calcutta. Um, so it's sort of like straight across ish east of Delhi. Now, did you fly it's there? It's kind of on the border. Or did you get a, a, a bus? We took a train. Oh, a, ter- took a, a train. train. I took a train in. Now, the trains can be interesting in themselves. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, Well, this was nice because we were – the tour we did – in Rishikesh, there were 70 of us. And in – because Tom's taught people sort of uh, – That's a big in, group. In many different countries and yeah. a couple continents. And so, yeah. So it was a pretty big group. And every, every time he goes, it gets a little bigger. So um, – there were 70, and then the people during this tour, there were like 20 of us or something. So we were kind of coming in sporadically because we, you know, did our own airfare. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I just mean like we knew. So when I got on the train, I was with, you know, 15 other people I knew or something, which was helpful. Because <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. watch my bag. I'm putting <laughs> yeah. this up here. Like, it's really crazy the degree to which people are like, give me your bag. And and as yeah. an American, you feel like they're just going to take it. And they might, but it's it's – it's more like they're just like, no, no, let me carry it and then you'll give me a yeah. dollar or something. It's like in it's... a place where there's a billion people. Well, people are their biggest commodity. Right. Labor is just so, so cheap. We went to a, a restaurant and we went in the back of the restaurant, you know, through the kitchen. Because mm-hmm. it was like a food-centric kind of tour, supposedly. Okay. Oh. So we're going to see how they make the, the stuff. foodie tour of India. Yeah. Uh, so we went back into this kitchen. It was a big restaurant, but uh-huh. – it was the I never seen more kitchen workers in my oh, life. I mean, just doing, there must have been a hundred boys. I just boys. take the rice out of the bag. Yeah, they're just they have so many people. They gotta oh. they gotta make work for them. I mean, there's just oh, like interesting. people are the one thing that they have more of than well, other than China. I mean, that's so yes, that you, makes sense. You want to carry your bag five feet? There's a guy who will carry it five feet, right? Because he needs stuff to do. Absolutely. I mean, so unfortunately, the more people there are, the less <laughs> you need to pay them. Well, when we were in Delhi, because we did this whole tour with Pankaj, and so he told us, and I had to ask him to repeat it, and to this day, I feel like I must have misheard it, even though I, I made him say it several times. I was very abusive about it. Um, <laughs> but he he said the average annual income for someone in India is $100. And this was like our second Annual day, income. Annual income. And he said, you know, keep in mind a lot of people are off the grid, and yeah. so it... it changes the average but still a hundred dollars and i'm i'm no i'm no rockefeller (laughs) to use a modern reference like i'm not bruce willis or anything (laughs) but um that i i had already spent a hundred dollars without thinking too much about it and i was like you gave it to the guy out of of the airport (laughs) i gave him a thousand dollars i mean i thought it was a lot but i also thought you know it it can really turn his life around but talk about perspective i mean you look at that i i thought about what do because i 
actually, it's been the George Lopez show. The guy who created the George Lopez show made $80 million one day. I believe it was when the Drew Carey show, which he had also created, went into syndication. Syndication, yeah. So one day he made $80 million. I mean, this guy was like super, super right, rich. Right. And sometimes when you had conversations with him, he talked about money in a way that was, was mind-blowing. Yeah. And then he would see the look in your eyes and know, like, he He's just like, did a oh, Romney. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. he, would, he would know. He oh, just, you don't understand like, the world. I'm Like, somebody was like, yeah, you know, because we had all gone to Vegas together as a group in uh, the George Lopez show. But he, he, uh, one of the guys had said, oh, you know, when we flew, they froze my credit card. You, know, you hate when you do that. You do some weird thing. Or he goes, I know when we were, because <laughs> when my wife and I were in Italy, you know, she charged up 60 grand in like an hour. So they were like, <laughs> give me a call. And, and our eyes glaze over. And we're he like, was, huh? and yeah. So when I was in India, I was like, I'm the Bruce Helford. Yeah, right. Here. Like, because I, I thought of what my annual salary, and if someone spent that in like a day and not really thinking about it, I would be like, that's fucking, oh, yeah. that's crazy. My, and uh, then here I am. Our tour guide described it to me as he said that the, you know, we define the poverty level line in this country, in America, is like if you make less than like $13,000 or something. Right. <laughs> he said the poverty line. In India, was considered that if you didn't have access to either food, uh, water, or power, I don't know if it's one of those or all three, right? Like on a daily basis, right? And that was like a quarter of the country, yeah. Which a quarter of their country is three hundred million people, oh. which is the size of America. So you think about that; they don't even have access, yeah, to, to water. One of the, yeah, yeah, like daily access to clean water. I. There, and then you think of that and go, oh, my God. And then you realize that if you are in – we talk about the top 5% in this country. Right, right. If you're in the top 5% in America, that puts you in the top you know, 0.1% of the world population. Right. So it's – and they're still complaining. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. oh, my God. We can't stop complaining. We can't stop complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Louis C.K., I, I had thought something not so eloquently – uh, as when I heard him say, when he was talking about the guy complaining about the Wi-Fi on the airplane, yeah, and he's like, "This is a miracle!" You're flying the in the We're air, flying through the air, like everything's amazing and nobody's happy. Like yeah. I had sort of concluded that in a in a um, less poignant way on my own of like it's it's impactful to go somewhere like India, and I I had read before like um, it was something like. If you have $100, you're doing better than, you know, 50% mm-hmm. of the population of Earth. If you have $1,000, you know, you're in, like, the top 75%. You know, if you're – and it was, like, if you have yeah. $10,000, you're in the own top – you a car. Yeah, like, you're in the top <laughs> 5% of people, in the, like, in the world, like, earning – certainly not, not necessarily character-wise. Mm-hmm. Right, you guys? <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. What? <laughs> But yeah, it's it was impactful. And I think about it sometimes, even like doing dishes. <laughs> and I just do that thing of like, I'm filling this glass. And then like, I don't turn the water off to like, when I could or whatever. And I go, right. oh my uh, God, just to water. have running water. You know, it, yeah, it's amazing. And then to come back to the day, I, a couple days or the day I came back after my trip. Because it's going there, it's like it all seems so crazy and wild. And then you're there for a while, and then it starts to seem normal, like that a chai tea is a nickel. And that's yeah. for Americans. They overcharge us, and it's a nickel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're not even paying a nickel. They're like, what a jerk <laughs> paying a nickel. And uh, <laughs> we, we got them. And uh, like, so then it starts to feel normal, or the degree to which like, 
this is how I think of it. It's like there's a cow in the street. Of course, that's natural. (laughs) That cow felt like crossing the street and that's what it did. Like why should – oh, just because I have somewhere to be, like, why should I have the right of way and, you know, yell or whatever? Like, it just started to seem kind of natural. And then I came back to Studio City and I was hiking Fryman, ran into some friends and we went and ate at Jerry's Deli and I nearly lost my mind. Like, I'd only been gone a couple of weeks, but like the prices, I was like, and then like nobody ate their toast. I swear, I took all their toast. I'm with like Melanie Truitt and like other, like, and you're looking at a corned beef I sandwich. Was like, I was like, I'm, I have to take this with me. Like, I took people's toast, and I was just the wasting anything. Because yes. in India, one time I was with, uh, we were in India. I like bought everybody lunch, and it was two dollars. <laughs> it was crazy. Or one time, me and my friend were at a place there, and we accidentally overordered because you don't know what you're getting yeah, or yeah. how much it is or whatever. So it's like he got. It's like something we could have split. But also, it's weird here because sometimes you go, oh, that's a sixteen dollar entree. It's probably plenty. <laughs> you right. can't go by the prices there. So I was like, I, like he bought one and I bought one, and then it was too much food, and like we felt so dirty. Yes. We felt like we had Take shot, it away. shot someone in the face. I'm done. <laughs> we were just like throw it in the street. I wasn't even that hungry. Like just we felt. I was like, oh, we're such pigs. Like right. we're so gross. Bring me a lamb filled with gold. Yeah, it was amazing. But then also, I guess I, you know. I don't want anyone to have the impression we're just railing on India. Like, it's it's also beautiful. And yeah. it's also their culture works in a way. And I I had always heard, like, oh, they're poor, but they're happy. And we're rich, but we're miserable. And I don't – I find that a gross oversimplification oh, of, of anything. Like, there are happy people here and there are sad people there. It's just extreme there because there's so many people. And I, I always describe it as, you know, it was amazing, good, and amazing, bad. Well, what's a concern <laughs> to me, like, is there's possibly limited resources, but there's certainly limited organization of those resources. Like, I think of that even in L.A. Like, people are starving in L.A., but there's all this food on one side of town yeah. and no food on this other side of town. It's like – it's it's just a mile away. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. can we just truck some of this food? Of it? Like, it just seems so, you know – like, isn't Golden Corral or whatever, like, isn't there a yeah. homestyle buffet in Burbank? Like, can't we can't we hook some of this up? Like, that's what's part of the problem, too, is, like, the the wealth gets glutted in a certain area, and then these people are sort of, like, you would literally see people in India, like, literally outside the gates of, like, an opulent place, and they're just starting, you know, fires on the sidewalk because they're cold. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's, um, I found it very impactful um, we also like we visited an orphanage there, which was incredible to even and moving to even just see like like this is a reality, <laughs> you know, this is a reality of existence that I in my I, I never even grew up thinking myself as a privilege. Like I'm from middle class and state school educated. Like I always thought yeah, me too. like there was plenty, there's plenty of people to look at, you know, for, there was plenty of people for me to look at and go, ah, why don't I have that cool house like Mallory? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, but you go there and you go, Oh, or Tootie or Blair. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Any sort of, uh, anybody on the facts of life, <laughs> anyone. Um, but I was just like, I it was just moving to be like, Oh, th- some people don't, have anything from the time they're born. And then some people spend their lives taking care of those people. And then, so, I don't know. It's a luck of a draw. You know, you were born in the right situation. Yeah, you know? that's a fascinating, you know, and some say, sure, this time around. 
What? Oh, we'll go back. We'll oh, take it back we're going to back to spiritual. spiritual. <laughs> we'll take it back spiritual. Well, did, did where it was the whole time? <laughs> what? So, getting into meditation there, did they add a little um, religious aspect to it? Like uh, they throw in a little Vishnu or uh, <laughs> or toss in a little. And uh, now they had like the suppress, like behind the yeah, door number three. Here comes you, the elephant with the arms. You worship Ganesh. <laughs> I I knew it. Your new name is Lakshmi. Um, so it wasn't so much to deep it, like learn something more spiritually. It was more like um, it kind of deepens your intellectual understanding of of what's happening. Okay. So you're in India. I'm going to talk about my, uh, my experience in a little bit there. Okay. I'm going to take a break. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. But my, one of my favorite things to do uh, when I travel is, of course, eat. Yeah. And uh, I have a pretty strong stomach. <laughs> yes, but not India. The strong. sickest I ever got in oh. my life was India. How did you do there? Uh, on that stuff? Um, I didn't even eat meat. I was like trying to be good and. Right. What took was me the out. sickest? Took was it, did out. you have a salad or something? Was it something with water Couldn't in it or about, spicy? Of that uh, 12, I'm good what with spice. It? I'm good with. And uh, of those 12 people, 10 of us got sick uh. over the two weeks at some point. And a lot of times in different. And we're all eating pretty much in the same places. Interesting. At different times. It was like so Russian some, roulette. Every day we wake up. And it was, guy. Who yeah, is it? Oh, who's wow. it going to be? Wow. And uh, yeah, it could be anything. It could be a drop of water on the plate. I mean, oh, you don't know. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, oh that my God. Me out I was about... this, I was so sick. Oh. And I was trying to be careful. All bottled water, all like. Right, right, right. Beer and bottled water. That's all it's, I drink. <laughs> it's such a weird. I had never before been in a place where like. Being afraid of the water, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an unnerving feeling. Like it was like being afraid of air. You start I mean, thinking like, like, wait, how do I brush my teeth? Yeah, you get how the, do I do this? You get in the shower and you're like, yeah. well, don't accidentally yawn or whatever. Yeah. Like it was such a like, this, like it's on my body, it's fine in my mouth, it could kill me. And I did go swimming in the Ganges River. Ooh, um, which I heard is filthy. It's um. What I noticed most of all was how cold it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was incredibly cold. Um, like, like being stabbed with icicles. Like, oh, God. It was so cold. Um, was but this then it's, it's so cold you get used to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you just kind of jump in for a little bit and kind of float down a little and get out and maybe do it again. Yeah, Rishikesh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of caught a cold near the end because it started raining. So I had the pleasure of getting on a train, getting a little, starting to get a cold in Rishikesh, then getting on a train, which you never get sick. Oh, that never. sort of, <laughs> of like never with a million germs a from another, oh my train God, car. sitting next to someone coughing and slurping. Is that where and, they have the option of the Western toilet or the um, uh, oh, Eastern toilet, which is just a hole, hole in, the floor. in the floor? Yeah. Do um. I did a show with Margaret Cho where she mentioned that she goes, I think that's why that God has eight hands so she can like hold up her skirt while she's like <laughs> using that. I was like, that really may be where it's from. That is <laughs> when you walk into a bathroom and you go, I don't know what to do here. Right. There's a bucket in the corner. <laughs> yeah. A hose. <laughs> There's a bucket and a hose and a hole. I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I need to get a little creative. Um <laughs> But I had the pleasure of coming down with a cold, traveling by train, getting to the airport like late. Now you've been up twenty hours, or like with that sporadic, like, now you terrible like a fifteen-hour flight, sick. Yeah, and then sort of sitting there. And the I remember the like 
steward. Yeah. Okay. The the guy stewardess was like uh, Air host. the flight attendant man <laughs> was uh I I asked for like if there was like cough syrup or something like that. And then he like looked at me like with scary teacher eyes and was like, Are you okay to fly? Well, oh yeah, totally. I just have a and he goes, Are you sure you're okay to fly? And I, I was like, I can't not get on this plane. Like I have to get out off this subcontinent. Yeah, never tell immediately. them. Never tell them. Oh my God. I had no like I went I was gonna buy some kind of, you know, Theraflu or whatever at like at the gift shop, but it was midnight. It was close it was like coming back was really miserable. But um my friend got sick. This is what happened with my friend. In India if you ask people a question, they just say yes. There's a very um, – <laughs> if you consider people pleasing a character defect, uh, you're going to find it all over India. Like they just say yes. And so he sat down at a restaurant sort of not knowing this. And sometimes the water is okay to drink, you know, mm. or like the bottles or whatever. Yeah. But he was like, is this water okay to drink? They go, yes. And he was like, oh, good. He had just been jogging. And so he drank the water and drank – and then they realized as they were ordering – like, whatever they said, they said, yeah. Like, they started testing it. Like, is it Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Is it also Wednesday? Yes. And he was like, is- he was like, oh, no. And he's down, like, five cups of water. I think Bobby's, Bobby Slayton had a bit about that, about the Chinese restaurant, and they just agree with everything. Just, yes. This is a pork in it? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, but I can't eat pork. No pork. No, we got no, no pork in there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, Does I bring it paint to you, chips no in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, plenty of paint chips. We give you men. I don't but, want paint chips. No, no, no paint no, chips. No, no. Yeah, exactly. They were just like, yes, yes. So he like got super sick. I uh, managed to no it was avoid. Horrible. It. Here's the best and worst advice somebody gave me when when I went there. They go, you know, they go, you know, in India, it's not called Indian food. It's just called food. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> that's heavy. Like she really like. That's, that's my new mantra. She really like let it land. It's just called food. It's just called food. Like, and I I didn't really eat. I didn't really eat Indian food before I went to India. I didn't. Oh I really? You weren't even. I hadn't really been exposed to that much. In not, a, not a lot of that down in Dallas. No. Well, I had tried. What is a place in Houston or something? I had tried a place, but when. Not so much in L.A., but in other places, when people take you to Indian food, it's like a buffet. And buffet is never good food. So I was always like – I was like I have nothing to judge this by. This could be the McDonald's of Indian food for all – like I don't even know that I just – that's green and that's – like I had never really – now I have more of a – discerning palate I was with this one of this couple from Luxembourg was in our group and the guy because I love spicy food Uh and uh, you know I'd heard forever it's like oh man the Indians the way they cook it don't tell them spicy don't tell them spicy and we kept asking it was never spicy enough me and this guy it was not that spicy because I think they kept dumbing it down for the the gringos American right and we said no we want it like you had it, it, you yeah. know, and, and they still wouldn't do it. And finally, we got to Mumbai. It was like toward the end of the trip. And me and this guy, we were in a uh, food court in a shopping mall. And we found some place that had like, you know, some pepper dish. Uh-huh. And it, it was hot. And we're like, oh, finally. It took like almost two weeks to get it. Like, and we had to go to a and food it, court in a mall. it was fine for you? It was great. Oh, wow. It was great. So you but, really do have like iron stomach. No, I'm... Great, and I've never had a, a problem like that anywhere really? in the world. Anywhere in the world took me out. Took that. Me, and that was the longest night of my life. It was Christmas <laughs> night. Oh, no. That was in Udapur. When you were really sick? Oh. The, that wasn't where you, did watching, you get sick from the food court food? No, no, no. That was fine. Okay, no, this was before. Oh, my God. It was awful. Yeah, it's... It was so bad. It's 
food poisoning, right? I mean, it's basically like coming out of every. Yeah, like, yeah. It was. I mean, when they say projectile, yeah. vomiting. Oh, it was. <laughs> like it was. Oh, I was like Olympic, shouting Olympic at the stuff. toilet. <laughs> From oh like uh, yards away, it could have been. It was crazy. Oh, and it was luckily, br- bridesmaids. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and luckily, thank God, we were uh, like not traveling the next day because one of the girls got sick, oh, and yeah, we were yeah, on yeah. a bus when for like six to. hours. Oh god! And of course, the air conditioning—not a really air conditioned country, right? Right. In right. a place where they need it the most. <laughs> it's really true. Horrible. If yeah. only you could export and it. And we had to pull over the bus so she could. Uh, it oh, was really no. bad. Really Nobody bad. wants to sit by her, and then she feels yeah. bad socially. Yeah. Well, and we shunned her for the rest of the week. <laughs> As you should. As we should. Well, traveling there, too, was like, you know, we're in Delhi, and then the bus to Agra, um, which is actually when I started enjoying India. Once we were out of Delhi, I was like, oh, I kind of Once like it. Once we got into the countries, yes. And it's very nice we, and pretty. Yeah, we stayed in the country one night. I was like, oh, can we just stay here? Yeah, more yeah exactly. But we, it was these six-hour drives, and then, like, to Agra to Jaipur was, like, yeah. another, and then back, and I was like, that's like, if you go visit... Um, LA and you go well we'll be in LA for a day and then we'll go to San Francisco then, yeah then we're gonna drive to Las Vegas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we're gonna drive down to San Diego or whatever it is it's like well, well, I guess it is like San Francisco like, in, we're in drive, time though but not we're gonna in, drive to Portland yeah. what, why would you I guess <laughs> And but not in distance though it's, it's, it's closer but it just takes so long uh, to get everywhere I our traffic moves a little faster oh yeah yeah so Good it's point. A, the distances aren't as big, but it just takes so much longer. Did you, know, you see to um, move around the cows and uh, <laughs> you do have to wait. animals on you the have road? To, you have to wait for them. Um, as my friend said, it's like you know, a cow is not an urban animal. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's really meant to be in a field eating grass somewhere, and not in front of a, a, an electronic store eating or, garbage. Or on is the it not to be fenced in? Ooh, maybe what? that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's meant to be fenced in. Well, I it's found that be, it really I, is meant to be fenced in. In a few, I found that fascinating too. That um, the way, first of all, I saw some people being mean to cows, which is actually against the law. Oh, um, like natives or but, tourists? No, natives. Okay. That um, but that cows are treated better than dogs. Yeah, it's an interesting cultural difference. Um, but I also I had always heard like they worship cows, and then I found that to not. I found that like that's the wrong word. Well, it is sacred. They don't worship it. It's just like a – it's a sacred animal, right? It's well, like a I took it more to be like – they're like, hey, you provide <laughs> milk that feeds us. Thank you. Like more like – so you get to do what you want. Like you're actually providing right. – like if you have a cow there, you don't own a cow. Like it's a big deal. So they're like, you – you don't like right. that? You're making a face. No, if they knew how <laughs> – I took it how, more as like, oh, they're very absolutely appreciative. Absolutely tasty. As, a, as opposed to like dogs where they're like, <laughs> you do nothing for me. Right. And you say, you, will, you don't want to know what we do to this cow in Texas. Right. You really oh don't want to know. That is, I was like, my, like my brother had cattle at the time yeah. when I was in India. I was like, very different, very different use of, of that. So to wrap it up, and yeah. we should wrap it up. Um, where is your next trip, and would you go back to India? Is this like a regular thing you want to do, or do you want to go other places? Um, I thought at the time, I thought um, it would be a pretty regular thing. Because um, I also I ended up doing the – did the India, did the three-month thing, the training like right. the, that I talked about. At the end of it, basically, if you want to become a meditation teacher, you stay and – Till the very end, but it, you can just do the three month thing and not be a meditation teacher. 
And uh, Wait, did you do three whole months in India? No, three months. That was in Flagstaff again. Okay, right, so it right, was right, India right. for a couple of weeks, and then I did like when I was at that retreat, and I was like, "Wow, in three days, this is amazing." What's three and months? You, yeah, right. So I ended up because I got fired from Samantha Who. <laughs> I was like, "I'm available," <laughs> and so I did this three month thing. And um, but at the end, I was like. I guess I'll do the whole thing and be a meditation teacher. Like I, it sort of snuck up on me, which is sort of kind of how that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought, well, if you think anyone wants to learn from me, <laughs> um, okay. I couldn't really see it. Like who wants to learn from a comic, but that's who learns from me is people who are like, I don't want it to be weird either. Like people who don't yeah. like the, like, is it mostly industry people stuff. who come to you? Yeah. It's, and it's mostly people who were like, I never thought this is something I'd want to do. Like, they're, like, patchouli, you know, anti, you know, like, are you going to make me eat raw food? Do I have to stop drinking booze? You (laughs) know, like, what? And, like, I think in a way, like, to some people, I feel safe for them because they're, like, you seem like me. You know, like, I can't skip over to, you know, long-bearded guy. Yeah. You seem all right, Um, which is nice because it's really just about feeling better. Like, you're not not that person on the Venice boardwalk, you know, writing your – I'll write your name on a grain Not of sand, yet. on a grain of rice, what? or whatever. <laughs> exactly, on a grain of sand. A grain of sand. That's, I like He's to, really good. That I guy. I get right next to that guy. I'm like, whatever rice. I could write a book on a grain <laughs> of rice. I'm I'm sand girl on the beach. Um, grain of sand. I don't know. Okay. But when I like a friend of mine is going is playing a trip to India like the beginning of next year, and I'm like, ugh. It just sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it's far. I it feel far. like it's wonderful memories, but um I'm sure I'll go back someday, but it's uh it's yeah, it's very far. But I have a friend, another friend was like, Hey, I'm in I'm in Bali for a couple months if somebody wants to visit Ooh, and I yeah. immediately was like, Yes, like I know nothing about it. I know Greg Fitzsimmons honeymoon there. Yes. And I read Eat Pray Love. That's and, it. Yes. And I'm I've been like there, an actual I, idiot. And I went to the town where she went to in uh, Eat Pray Love, which is uh-huh. Ubud. In uh, Bali, and they hate the book. Oh, they, all, all it the brought, locals it, hate it because I think brought a bunch of jerks. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of that now, and uh, a lot of uh, ladies walking around with yoga mats. A lot of white ladies walking uh, around with yoga mats uh, and in their yoga pants around yeah. town, which I don't really mind. But <laughs> it's kind of your thing. But yeah, and it became trendy. I think, but right. I don't think they mind the money that comes in. Of course, but uh, I think they felt the book kind of like came from a tone where she was kind of looking at the natives, kind of like I. That they were that being, when I read it. Yeah, they were being observed almost like, you know, people in a zoo rather than, you know, she didn't really engage them as yeah. much as she could have. Oh, that's an interesting way. But it was – I felt like that was a tone of it and, and a little like, isn't that neat? Look what I did. Yes. I'm a rich white lady. <laughs> and when I felt sad, I just went away for a year I traveled ate Italy. around. And, isn't that sweet? Yeah. And I got something out of it. You're welcome. I felt a little, and I don't think she meant that. It just sort of inherently right. had. Cause she's a magazine writer, so it yeah, just sort of inherently had this kind of like. It said she should do a podcast. Weird apparently. tone That's, to uh, it. The other route people take. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Maybe it is what we. Just I think did. you would love. I don't it. think so. You I think we're trying to be sincere. I'd love Bali. Yeah, I think you would. What do you do there? Um, ride around on your bike. What <laughs> there's do you a do? lot of that. A lot of yoga. Uh-huh. There's a lot of uh, meditation. A lot of spas. Oh. Um, so a lot of massage going like down. It. Right. Um, it's just beautiful. I mean, there's a lot of uh, – you can take gorgeous walks. and Kind of relax and – Yes, it's really kind of chill. There's nice beaches. Um, yeah, you can go inland it. where there's like uh, – there's rice paddies and there's this beautiful kind mm. of area. I'll show you photos. Okay. But then they have uh, – yeah, great beaches. 
uh, scuba diving, which is one of the things I did. Great oh, that's surfing. Nice. I don't wow. know if you do any of those things. I have tried surfing. Not great at it. Yeah. But I did it in Venice, which um, apparently is kind of a weird place to do it. Yeah. I did it there, too, and uh, almost got into a fight Ch- with a guy. Choppy and shallow. Yeah. And a guy and crowded. Wanted to, because, it's a lot of things. Yes. Because the guy uh, ran relaxing. into me, and I was, I was trying to get out of his way, oh, and then right, he right. Uh, like, was angry at me, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. They get, you're it's like, crap. I'm trying to live. Very territorial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we're all one with the I, water out here. I'm trying to here. not die, but I'm sorry I didn't get out of your way. Back husband. off, McConaughey. <laughs> Oh, that guy. He's a terror <laughs> on the beaches, everybody says. Well, where can people find uh, you if they want to study? Uh, where, what do you have, a website? I try this? to update laurahouse.com. Laurahouse.com. I'm not great at it. Um, I thought you had a, was it Rock Your... Rock yes, your? I had Rock Your Mantra, but people didn't remember it. Like, that, people were like, Rock My Mantra, Rocky, rock, rocky Hour. Rocky Mantra like when Picture it, when Show. It, when it look, <laughs> rock, rocky Mantra Horror Show, exactly. <laughs> when it's like the, uh, or it like looks like Rocky Hour. But oh, I don't okay. know. It just sort of had, it didn't, but people go, oh, but Laura House. People tend to remember. So I say, all right, laurahouse.com. Laurahouse.com. Yes. And you're teaching classes here in L.A.? I teach classes um, basically out of my place in Studio City. And I don't – some people are very regular with their teaching. I kind of um, – I still write for TV and um, do shows and stuff. So um, I can set it up by appointment or there's time. You know, I sort of do it sporadically. And we should watch your new show called? <laughs> How dare you? You know it, it doesn't called? have a name. <laughs> you're so mean. Um <laughs> Uh, sketch sketch <laughs> i just something. made a sketch show for nickelodeon hopefully it'll get picked up and then we'll name it oh i can't wait so i was like well if you pick it up i'll tell you the name maybe it's what? samantha what i'm really <laughs> maybe it's called all this <laughs> you can do that on television what uh yeah hopefully either of the shows i'm working on get picked up and do something we'll see well thanks for coming laura house everybody thank you bye thank you See me on yourself and you may find peace of mind.